D&D has come a long way in the past few years. And if you're looking to level up your dice as well as your gameplay, Modern Artifice has you covered. Their artisanal metal dice sets are high-end, look great, and give a satisfying weight to your dice rolls. Check out their solid metal sets like this critical silver reactor, which even glows in the dark. Or try their hollow frame dice, intricate metal woven into our favorite polyhedral shapes for a truly unique rolling experience. If you're into something more classic, Modern Artifice has a plethora of colored and themed resin dice sets so you can find the perfect set to match your character. Feeling adventurous? Try Modern Artifice's mystery dice sets. This grab bag will give you a full set of resin or metal dice. You never know what you'll get, but you know it will always be quality. So get yourself to modernartifice.com today and use code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's GOON10 at checkout for 10% off. Modern Artifice, your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelty. People say I am the best boss of werewolves. Some people are born into greatness and others have greatness thrust upon them. And then there's the ones that had it thrust upon them, but they still had to fight pretty hard to get it, even though they did not want it. Does that make me a better leader? I don't know. Maybe. Probably, though. Hey, Winnie, do you have a minute? Ah, this is our receptionist, Kaz. She's got opportunities for growth when it comes to her people skills, but she sure knows her way around a flowchart. Uh, yeah. Thanks? Anyway, uh, Drogar was looking over some of the old bylaws left over from the last boss of werewolves. Ugh, Carol. Back when he was boss, this place was, like, so sad all the time. It was like, oh no, Carol's coming. Better fight for survival because only the strongest survive. Yeah, that guy was a prick. Uh, but do you have a second? Whoa, graphs and charts. Looks like math class back at the Academy of the Twilight Matron. Yeah, it's a little over my head, but... Drogar says it's really important. I'll, I'll get him in here. Hey, Drogar! We're all still figuring out our roles here, but I figured Drogar would make a good accountant. What do you think, Kaz? Uh-huh. Winnie, I was looking over the bylaws. The only bylaws I'm interested in are the ones where I say, Bylaws? I'm boss of werewolves now. Well, that's sort of the problem. According to these rules, and I'm honestly a little embarrassed that this didn't occur to me sooner, but ever since Kirill and Emil and, well, time immemorial, the boss of werewolves has to be a werewolf. Boy, I don't want to be boss of werewolves anymore. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Stradcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, the Vukral was decided, and there's a new boss of werewolves in town. After a vicious battle, our heroes emerged victorious, though not unscarred. At long last, Kirill is cast down, and Artemis's grand plan to turn the werewolves from Strahd's side was a success. Though now nominal allies, there is still much to navigate. 
How will Emil and Zuleika and the rest of the pack respond to Winnie's leadership? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. The, the fight comes to its conclusion in this, this, this swirling vortex of snow and ice and wind that's been whirling around you, creating this sort of like arena in which to have out the Vukral suddenly falls away. And actually, the almost immediately, the storm clouds above that were bringing this massive blizzard to the hill start to dissipate. And, you know, the fog is still left above head, but the snow begins to dwindle away. And, and while it's still coating the ground, uh, you can feel it. It's starting to kind of warm back up as the sort of magic of this storm uh, eases away. The time is yours. Am I the boss of werewolves now? Uh, at which point Emil walks over, still in his wolf form, uh, and he towers over you, Tiny Winnie, but he he, he comes to rest next to you and, and, and looks down, and he just says, Oh, you win. Oh. And all around you, the the werewolves and the direwolves and the <laughs> and the just the regular old wolves all start howling around you in unison. Do I hear more wolves in the woods? Do I hear distant? wolves? Yeah, all across the valley, all across the valley. Okay. Drogar will will slowly approach Winnie, and uh, will put his hand on yours, and you'll feel the warm glow of his last channel divinity, and you'll get twenty hit points back, and I'll get twenty hit points back. And essentially, as you see, like, you see this almost like this infinity, this kind of figure eight energy between our hands. I'll turn to Emil and Zuleika. Mm-hmm. How does this work now? Well, to be totally honest, this is not how I foresaw things going. So uh, me, me neither, really. I don't know. I suppose it's up to you. If I say what goes, will it go? Uh, indeed. Is anybody else listening? They'll hear it. Okay. I'll take a couple steps up through the the snow. And she does a, a full 360 looking out at the edge of the woods around us, which was just recently so haunted with enemies. And she'll look through the trees into the darkness. And I imagine that maybe some little glowing eyes might be looking back at her. Hey, everybody. I'm the boss of werewolves now. (laughs) But I got a lot going on. (laughs) And I don't think I really want to be boss of werewolves. Emil? Zuleika? Yeah? I appoint you to joint leadership in my stead. A charge I accept with honor. You will share this responsibility... And do whatever you are good at. Ah, that we shall. And then she turns back to the trees. You're done with Strahd! You're not on Strahd's team anymore! You can't help him, and he can't help you! You will listen to Emil 
and Zuleika. The pups will not fight each other anymore, or we will come to your house, and I will step on your head. Well, you heard her. We all know what happened the last time they came a visit, and let's be off then. I think we've had enough of the valley for these days. Let's return to the woods, find our strength again, find ourselves again. Can you also, also, do not bug the people of Velaki, and do not bug the people of Kresk. You mind your business, and I will make sure that they mind their business. Uh, the attacks will stop. You have my word. And when we call upon you, will you fight alongside us? Uh, yeah, at this point, Zuleika steps forward. I've already been into the castle once before and made it out all right. When the word comes down, it is time to tackle the devil. We'll be on the front lines. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. And Zuleika, at this point, she kind of like kneels down um, and looks into your eyes, Winnie. Winnie looks terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of just sits there for a moment. And then she wraps her huge arms around you and squeezes you maybe a little too tightly. You saved my husband. I'll never forget it. I'm sorry. I was rude. That's okay. Thanks for coming with us on a Strahd field trip. And she lets you go and kind of stands up awkwardly again. Not quite sure what to do with herself. Uh, and then goes and stands again by Emil. You take care of the kids, okay? Ah, uh, We should be off and see to them now. Okay. Drogar will step to Emil. I know that you and the rangers of Kresk were once enemies. But perhaps in this new light and with your new leadership... Perhaps the two of you can find it in your hearts to live in harmony with a shared enemy. It might be possible. I don't know. We had bad relations with the people in this valley before even Strahd got here. But perhaps it is time for a new leaf. We shall see. But you can rest assured the attacks will stop. Just know that Kreskov and his people are the more accepting than you might think. Thank you, my friends. You've done a great service for my people. I don't think you fully appreciate how much. Just remember what was given for that. Uh, Zuleika answers. Ah, uh, shan't be forgot. Uh, do be safe. Strahd will not take this betrayal lightly. Keep in touch. Uh, we have our ways. I don't doubt you do. <laughs> <laughs> and Drogar will go to give Emil a handshake. Ah, uh, he returns it in kind, yeah. Well, we should be off, and we'll leave you to celebrate your victory. Goodbye, my friends. And thank you again. Bye. Take some time to celebrate yours. There's much to be done. Farewell. And they turn and tear off into the trees and the, you know, the pack moves out uh, alongside them. You see them all turn in unison and, and scatter in all directions into the forests. Uh, and before too long, they vanish from sight. When he turns to Olaf, um, can you and, and your people and she points over her shoulder but can't even look at the sight of the carriage that Kiro rode in on uh -huh. and the bodies of the the rangers and the dead werewolves um can you just can you get rid of that or something I uh, little one we'll take care of it I owe you an apology I underestimated you oh it won't happen again and he'll hold out his hand for you to shake well, yeah, I'll reach up. I'll reach up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, he'll shake it and he'll, and then he'll give you a nod and he'll go. 
Sometimes we wear a mask in battle. We show the enemy fear. We don't have to carry that around with us. Okay. And then he'll turn and go and, and gather a couple berserkers to help him take care of the uh, gruesome chariot. At which point Zarya comes over. <laughs> well, I don't know about you lot, but I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more with you. That was some show, you all. Especially you, little one. Oh, thanks. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> well, just goes to show. You never know what you're up against until you're up against it. And big things come in little packages. Oh. I'm really I'm pretty big for my age. <laughs> and, you know. And race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drogo will turn at that moment and, and go toward Olaf, who's like tending with the other berserkers to the uh, the obscenity that uh, Carol brought in. And he'll go, um, uh, when you take the bodies down, uh, perhaps wrap them in, and put them in the cart with Desi. I would like to bring them back to Velaki for proper burial. We can bury them here. We can give them a proper card. Oh, yes, I suppose that's fine. I, d I do. I would like to bring back something, though. Perhaps for the family? We'll search the bodies for uh, valuables and we'll, we'll give them a proper marking. We'll let you know so you can tell the families where they are. You impressed me, Olaf. I told you you had big shoes to fill when first I met you. And, um, well, you have done that and more. You honor me, Master Drogar, but there's... No shoes I can ever fill. I, I'll do my part, but that's all. You are one of us, Olaf. Take pride in that. Yes? I'm here for the fight. And Jorgar will, uh, will kind of turn away and, and brood. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a montage of Drogar standing by like a smoke a pipe on some riverbank somewhere. When I was a young man. <laughs> my father... He took me to the city <laughs> to see a marching band. <laughs> so I think just to go back a little bit, the, the last moments of the battle, Kaz was on top of Kirill and, and was like really trying to keep him away from Winnie. But then like Winnie kept getting closer and like Kaz was like walking that line of, of rage and, and being in control of it and also letting the rage take over her a little bit at, at some times. But then Winnie landed the killing blow. But I don't think Kaz saw it happen. Mm. So I think in those last moments of that battle at like uh, she lost her grip on him and then Kaz like scrambled over to him and, and like flipped him over ready to like strike again like probably flipped cactus around in her hand ready to deliver like a killing stab and then saw that his head was basically obliterated yeah and just very quickly looked around just because like you know in, in that rage focus she saw okay threat eliminated look around other threats mm. there are none and immediately just clocked Winnie mm. still because I think you had that moment right after that happened where you were just standing over him mm -hmm. with the skull mask still on before you took it off. And there have been one or two moments where Kaz has come out of her rage very quickly and it has been like she's been pulled out of it. But I think for the first time, she's pulled out of her rage out of like concern and fear when she sees Winnie standing like like this dealer of death with this skull mask on. And and just like, you know, to get the rest of her rage out, just like punches the ground next to Kirill's face and, and like flicks the blood off of Cactus and quickly sheathes it and then just takes a few deep breaths. And throughout all that stuff, talking to Emil and everything, I think she was just sort of like standing over Winnie's shoulder, just like offering intimidating presence and support. Um, and then probably would go because like this is the Berserker's land, which she is technically the the 
ruler of, yeah. <laughs> leader of them. You guys um, just ended up being boss of everybody. I know. We're just kind of, we're just like <laughs> gathering. We're just got like, this is, it. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom. It feels like the beginning of Hyrule, you know, yeah, like sort yeah, of gathering yeah. all of your kingdoms That's together. Exactly and, right. Yeah, That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think she would go. So she, when, when Olaf is, is going to clean, uh, she's doing the same. I think when Olaf spots you coming over, you'll notice like he'll bark a couple orders to the other berserkers he's pulled and then he'll walk towards you and he'll like just kind of approach you like not really make an eye contact and and just he'll give you the salute come on you fought well and bravely i'm sorry i left your side i trust you to make the right decisions in a battle especially after seeing what you can do you have fought by my side I'm not your leader anymore. I'm your sister. Sister be it, but you are my leader. I'll follow where you go. I won't let you down in battle, I promise. I believe you. Let us clear this up. Celebrate with the people. If I am your leader, then these are my lands. I'm going to help clean, and then we will all celebrate. And uh, he'll he'll kind of like grasp your hand and he'll go, sometime the people need to see our leader celebrate. They will. Let me do something. And at that, he'll just you know, give in and turn and then go back. That's right. I'm the boss. You do what I say. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Wow. Wow. Jeez Louise. I will turn and and start walking and then power walking and then little kid straight arms running um, <laughs> to where uh, – are Danica and Erwin still here? Who from no, Velaki is still here? Danica and Erwin ben, went back with Dimitri to yes. Velaki, but yes. Irina is still here. Irina is still here? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm running. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, okay. that, that's the next thing I was going to say, too. Okay. Yeah. I really hope that – I we did I did leave her here. Save my life if I didn't. If in an earlier episode I mentioned her leaving, I, I want her to be here now. I really don't Noted. think that you ever did. I don't, I don't think, think I did because I had because they all came, yeah. mm-hmm. but they went back to um, Velaki as ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They flew back because the attack started. Right to like yeah. spread yeah. Right, exactly. So I think Irina. Yeah. So Irina is. Let's. Yeah. I'm going to say that Irina is still here. If you know, I like that. I'm... Call in. Yeah. <laughs> You start making your way back towards sort of the encampment, and and many of the berserkers are still sort of arrayed, cheering at at uh, uh, at the great battle that just unfolded, and you see Irina like push her way through, you know, like push, split the elbows of two berserkers a foot and a half, uh, a head and a half taller than her, <laughs> uh, and then just start running across the field towards you too, yeah, and she does that that same thing where she just like. Like a, a a a skidding slide down onto the knees, and she just kind of scoops you up, you so know. Sweet. Yeah, I think this time Winnie's arms stay at her side. She runs full speed at Irina, and then once she gets a little closer, she almost slows down. She's not sure how Irina will feel about this violence. She scoops you up and holds you very very tightly to her, and she says, "Oh, oh my gosh, little sister, you were sp- you were brilliant." You're so brave. Are you okay? Uh-uh. Um, That's all right. You don't have to be. That was really mean. I, I know. But you did what you had to do. Don't dwell on it. Okay. But, sister, feel whatever you need. You feel whatever you feel. If you need to, to, to shake as if the very ground is splitting beneath you, then you do it. If you need to, to, to cry 
and never stop crying, then go and do it. You have earned whatever response you need. I'm so proud of you. Really? I don't even know. I don't even know what the way warden would think about this. You know, I've been thinking that maybe he he wouldn't. I I don't know how he would feel about it. And I and I, I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. This is a hard place, little sister, and it makes people hard. And sometimes it forces you to do hard things, but that doesn't mean you have to lose your softness. That is what I see and love, and that is what the way warden sees and loves. That doesn't go away because of what you've done today. I promise. I'm the boss of werewolves now. I know you are. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And at such a young... What a wunderkind. What's that? It means someone who's very accomplished for their age. Wunderkind. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is really, really silly, but um, can you can you help me out with something else that doesn't have anything to do with this? Because I, I kind of want to um, change my mind to something else. Absolutely. What is it? Um, I, this is something that I think that you would be really good at, and and I don't really know how to do it. Um, can you can you help me write a really um fancy birthday invitation? Of course. Okay. Um, it has to be twenty five words or less. I would be happy to. Okay. Uh. I'm going to go make sure that everybody's okay, but maybe we could talk about that when everybody's partying later. Of, cu- of course, whenever you're ready. Okay. W- would it be okay if I walked with you for a while? Oh, sh- oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Annie. Um, do you want to go make uh the, s- the snow, and I look back, is the snow still there? Mm-hmm. Do you want to make a snow angel? That sounds lovely. Okay. I'm going to go make snow angels until I feel better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do so. You and Irina. Yeah. You and Irina head a little ways away from sort of the 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 hustle and bustle of the camp and the and the battle and away from the where the snow is blood stained and you kind of make your way down the side of the hill a little way till it's fresh and undriven you know um, not touched upon yet and uh, despite the horrors that just took place now the hill is quite peaceful and it uh, it, it crunches satisfyingly under your your tiny little feet. I take big high knees steps and make crunching sounds mm-hmm. yeah and Irene is just like she kind of just holds your hands and, and treads you out uh, into the drifts and yeah you two make snow angels for a while mm-hmm. thank god <laughs> <laughs> what else <laughs> I don't know dude we just finished an arc we gotta pick a next a new one <laughs> I know we just gotta hang out at the at the, at the valley at the end of this yeah. arc yeah tonight we party we yeah. figure out the next yeah. arc next episode <laughs> Drogar will go over to Kirill and uh, search his person for anything of importance. Oh, oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah! Oh, right. That's, yeah. a, that's a thing people do in this game. I always forget. Uh, but more importantly, know, rather, we, we don't loot enough bodies. We really yeah, don't loot. But not, not like I don't. I don't think Drog like because Drogar's like Drogar's belief keeps him from doing that. Like once a body is dead, you don't pillage it. But maybe think, maybe we burn that human skin cloak. Uh, Olaf will. <laughs> Totally pillage that body. <laughs> I think more importantly, what Drogar is looking for are any uh, items of importance that might link him to Strahd. I think that's really what he's looking for. He's not looking for like a, like a magic weapon or valuables or armor or anything. He's looking for like magic communication device, direct links to the devil, Drogar. and how can we use that against him? Drogar, you smart. You smart daddy. 
<laughs> cut that, cut that. No, no, no. no. Keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. I won't. Uh, sure, give me an investigation check. Ah, oh, fuck. Investigate really good. <laughs> Guidance. Wait, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you multi-classed into cleric too. No oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that is a fifteen. Damn. You go to search him over. He does. He, he, other than the uh, human skin cloak, he's not wearing any other clothes. Um, okay. So there's not exactly pockets to go through or anything. No pockets in the human skin cloak. No human skin pockets. Well, if you really want to rummage through the human skin cloak, uh, I want. No, I want to yeah. rummage through. <laughs> No, there's no uh Drogar does it. Drogar will like kind of as he's like as he's tending to the body, I think he kind of like delicately takes it off from around the neck and like places it in like snow, you know, like untouched snow, like away from the body. Mm-hmm. And he's very delicate with the body. He's not you know, he doesn't want to desecrate it in any way. He's he's just looking for clues, information. Mm-hmm. Uh so you, but yeah, you, you, you don't find anything on the, uh, necessarily, uh, uh, immediately present, but as you, uh, as you go over the body and as you move it away, you actually, oh, wow. Okay. Where his head was, as you're sort of like moving the body respectfully, uh, you hear a, a sort of a soft, like into the snow and, uh, you, uh, bend over and, and, and uh, lean a, a big dragon claw into the uh, into the snow and your claws touch upon something uh, uh, very warm and round uh, and you pull it up from the snow and you can see it is a small stone with a face carved into its uh, into one side. It's It looks like a skipping stone almost, mm-hmm. right? Kind of smooth and round and, and oval shaped. And on one side of it is a, a really kind of twisted, uh, maniacal face with its jaw uh, dropped wide and it's covered in blood. Uh, Jorger will take the stone and, and wipe the blood mm-hmm. on his kind of, like on his tunic. Uh, and then he wants to detect magic on it. Sure, yeah. Um, you do so. Uh, yeah. It is it is magical. If it's an enchantment, I don't think it shows, it doesn't do like the school if it's an enchantment per se. And But in fact, I think like, uh, you've seen it before, it's a sending stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he picks it up and he and he and he looks at it and I think Drogar would know what this is. Looking mm-hmm. at it and just go, uh, very well. And Drogar will, um, from around his neck, pull out a necklace, and the necklace on the end of it has a small vial hmm. with Strahd's eye in it. <laughs> And he will look at the eye, and he will look at the sending stone. Um, and Jorgar will uh, is this is this is it a small stone? Is it big mm-hmm. enough? Yeah, yeah, small stone. Yeah. So he'll put the stone inside the the flask with the eye, and he'll just kind of close it. Sure, and just keep it close to him. All right, underneath his tavern, underneath his armor, underneath mm-hmm. everything. All right, get hidden. Get up, get up, get up. Much like Gandalf wrapping the Palantir. Yeah, hidden and muffled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the soundproof wrapping. You are doomed to listen to us talk Super. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call ended. <laughs> you are forced to listen to my aching body for eternity, and also us peeing every now and then. 
<laughs> Strat like jokes on you. I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> cut whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. Cut that. I subscribe at the seventy-five dollar no. tier. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you kind of clear the field by the by the time you finish uh, making snow angels, Winnie. Um, your your cheeks and nose are are are, are bright red, and so are I, so are Irena's. Um, yeah, and you uh you get a little bit of that childlike wonder again, like you like back in the. Like back in the uh, in the in the playset in Kresk, I do all kinds of things with snow. I make snow angels, and then I try to dig a tunnel, thinking that I can dig a tunnel under the snow and it'll last forever. And then I dig for a couple of feet, and then it crashes down on me. And then I dig for a couple more feet, and it crashes <laughs> down on me. And then I try to make a a, a tally ho man out of snow. Uh-huh. While you are in the mix of all, I was gonna come up with more things to do. With. Oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then I, I say, Irina, Irina, Irina. Yes. Do you have um any? Is there any like sugar or milk here? I probably not. Hard to come by these days, I'm afraid. Dang it. Have you ever made snow cream? No, I can't say as I have. You take the snow and you mix it up with like cream and sugar and it's like ice cream that you make yourself out of snow what a wonderful concoction mm-hmm. who taught you that oh my mom did that oh how lovely yeah and you can like put like mint leaves in there you can put like vanilla in there but we don't have any so we just have this is this is the snow cream and i take a bite <laughs> out of the snow in my hand may i try yeah just pretend that it is like really creamy and like sweet and you feel really good eating it because you made it yourself and then pretend that there is like just a little bit of vanilla in there so it it tastes like special it tastes like nothing else you can make goodness all of that yeah and it's cool because you know it's not going to last forever you just have until the snow melts yeah mm-hmm. and she leans forward and takes a bite out of the snow also in your hand <laughs> And she kind of pulls her head back and you can, you, you know, she does a few like blissful chews and she closes her eyes and smiles warmly. What a kingly treat. Thank it's, you, Minnie. Yeah, it's kingly. While you are having all of these uh, revels in the snow, Winnie, um, at a certain point, you hear the sound of hooves <laughs> uh, coming from not too far off, maybe kind of towards the tree line again. I get very spooked. What is it? What's wrong? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I start running kind of up to up the hill where everybody else was. I want to be where everybody else is. Uh, yeah, you do so. Yeah. And kind of like get back together with everybody. The sound of hoof beats become louder and, and louder and louder, but you still can't quite make out what is making this sound until at last um, bursting forth from the tree line is Charlie. <gasps> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> As an elk centaur, half his lower body oh is God. elk-shaped, and his top half is an old man. Hana Hana's flapping in the breeze. <laughs> I would ask what those are, but I don't think I want to know. No, it's the skin. It's the are. skin that hangs down from your arms yes. when you get old. Ah. Yes. Okay. My mommy, my grandma always called them Hana Hana's. <laughs> We have them coming in soon. What then. the fuck did I do? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he cut and he's got antlers coming up out, and he's like galloping majestically yeah. across. He looks like Kenny Powers. Like. <laughs> 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 exactly, exactly. His long gray hair flowing in the breeze. Um, uh. 
And yeah, he, he Kevin Costner. Sorry, I said Kevin Klein. Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Klein and Pirates of Penzance. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he makes his way over. Hello, little one. Oh, I found you at last. Charlie? Yes, it's me. I think. <laughs> no, it is. I see. Oh, my goodness. You came down from your mountain? Well, yes. I see. You see, I got Argenvost's message, and it took me quite some time to find you. I, I, I went to Barovia first. Oh, dear. And I, uh, uh, I had to explode a bunch of werewolves. There. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes, indeed. Charlie! Yes, indeed. It was rather bothersome. <laughs> And then I went to Valaki and exploded a few more there because you still weren't there. You did? <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, those are my subjects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went exploding things all across this valley, I tell you. That's amazing. Until finally I found you. And I wanted to, I just wanted to tell you, I'm so proud of you for winning the state fair this year. I did. I got. I got the blue ribbon. Yes, yes. I, I wanted to give you something. What? And he pulls out a blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> this is by far my favorite character in all of Strahd. End of story. <laughs> oh my gosh! Where did you get this from? I made, I, I made it. You made it. Don't this? ask what from. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pin it to my to my uniform? Yes, yes, indeed. Please do. Uh, you've certainly earned it. He hands it over. Yeah, and it's like the it's like the state fair blue ribbon. It's got a big number one on it, <laughs> drawn on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It still and... says like heaviest pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It does. Juiciest it, wolf. It does. It, <laughs> it says gourd of the year. <laughs> I'm the gourd of the year. You are. Thanks, Charlie. And I put a little something special in it. If you ever need me, little one, just speak into it and say, Charlie, I don't mean to alarm ye, but I need some help. Charlie, I don't mean to alarm ye, but I need some help. Yes, indeed. And I just say right into there? Yes, indeed. And I've prepared a surprise for you, but I use it when you really, really need it. Okay. Wow. You're a hero. You saved Barovia and Velaki. You're crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Thanks for coming. I didn't know if you were going to come. We thought that you didn't get the message or something. Oh, no, I did. Sometimes I ignore it. By the Charles! Charles Entertainment Cheese! <laughs> and drug art, drug art kind of comes up the hill. Charles! Is that you? Oh, getting off. That's in the flesh. Oh, yeah. Well, no, not so much anymore. Oh, oh you did that, did you? <laughs> Tell me, when did you actually figure out I was an Argenbosch? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm so glad you came. Oh, yeah. Well, I got your message. Yes. And so I had to come. Well, you know, once I got your message, I was really in the mood. It's been so long since I experienced exploded something. <laughs> yes. I thought it might be a good fight, you know, you know, shake off the rust, as they oh, say. Yes, a couple of immolation spells. Yes, indeed. Now, you look like you've had quite the eventful affair here as well. The little one handled herself quite impressively. Oh, indeed. You should have seen it. It was a sight to see. Well, she has a good 
teacher. What color is Drogar's face when he blushes? <laughs> Bronze. You mean when he cries? <laughs> what color are Drogar's tears? <sighs> thank you, Charlie. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I think it's high time you came down from that mountain. I quite like it up there. The view is spectacular. Uh, yes, but isn't it lonely? Oh, yes, indeed. But, you know, sometimes I think maybe that's for the best. Uh, in my current state, I'm not really sure if the valley's ready for me. Well, I couldn't agree more with you for that matter. <laughs> However, there are other things that need tending to, and I think that your skill set, well, your skill set is most valuable. Oh, indeed. Well, I can remember what it is, yes. <laughs> right. Um... Charlie, try to keep with me when I tell you this next bit. Mm. The people of this valley are getting ready to rise up like a good bread. Yes, like so much yeast. Yes. <laughs> Stay with me now. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. <laughs> they are getting to rise up against the devil, and I can think of no one else that Argenvost would have wished to help lead the charge. Sourdough, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Easy on the stomach. Oh, yeah. Good with a soup. What yeah. is it with old people and soup? <laughs> what is old it people well, you know, you soup? get old your teeth fall out. Yes, it's, it's easy to eat things that you don't eat. Yeah. Okay, okay, forget I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. It pairs with just about every meal. All right. <laughs> Message received. Jesus. <laughs> Really I got that. Think me. <laughs> you got your breakfast soup, your lunch soup, your dinner soup, soup with every meal, second soup. Well, very good. It's been such a delight to see you all again, but I really must get back and take that loaf out of the oven. Oh. <laughs> Charlie, thank you so much. We were really, really worried. We didn't know what to do about Barovia. Oh, no, uh, no worries at all. I only wish I could have gotten here sooner. But it was all worth it in the end. All of the explosions. You can get home safe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Try your best. I always do. Drogar will you. cast guidance on Charlie <laughs> as he leaves. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's very kind. A D four to anything I do. Imagine it. <laughs> Charlie can see through space time and the fourth wall. Charlie is meta. Holy yeah, right? shit! That... I'm Charlie. Charlie is me. <laughs> That's wild. Son of a bitch. Um, I think he just burns it to like find a nice rock on the way home. <laughs> Find me the smoothest rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, Drogar will Drogar will pull Charlie in for a hug. What are you doing? It's, it's called a hug, my friend. Oh, I'm familiar with the custom, yes. And he rears back on his elk legs and puts his two front elk legs <laughs> oh. in up over your shoulders oh. <laughs> and pats you on top of the head. There, there. Don't you worry. You'll win the blue ribbon next year. <laughs> Farewell, Charlie. Goodbye, everyone. Till we meet again. Goodbye, my friends. Try not to explode while I'm gone. 
I'll take my bag, my my bag that I have on my shoulder, and I'll loop the strap of my bag real quick around my wrist, and uh, it will snap and sizzle as I as if my like flesh is on fire, and then the bag handle will regrow. And I'll cast freedom of movement on Charlie hmm. so that for the next hour of his travels, he can't be grappled. And the wind flows extra gracefully through his hair as he <laughs> gallops <laughs> on into the sunset. <laughs> Arms spread wide. <laughs> he laughs as he charges back into the forest. Wow. If you ever see me in that state, <laughs> let me be happy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Olaf steps up to Kaz and goes, you know, I was going to send a, ba a battalion of scouts with them to get them home, but I think I would just be putting them in more danger. <laughs> I forbid you from sending anyone to follow him. <laughs> I'm not going to do this often, but I'm going to pull the leader card here and say don't do that. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, Olaf, if... If you ever meet him again, just keep your head down and say nothing. It's for the best. Right. Or offer to play, like, Pinochle or something. I'm sure he'd be down for that. Well, that also might backfire. <laughs> Depending on the type of Pinochle he's thinking of. Not if you win or lose. Not if you let him. Never mind. Okay, just, just ignore him. <laughs> I do know a place where I can get some good prune juice. Old people love prune juice. Do you like prune juice? No. You're not going to admit it after I said old people love prune juice. <laughs> Fair point, Kaz. However, don't fire Joe. I got you covered. Yes. Oh, I didn't prepare a zone of truth. Damn it. Good. Now let me tell my fib. You see, some old people find the need for prune juice. It helps regulate the cycles of the body. Clear the Pipes! You hear from the <laughs> Yeah, listen, since you're all on lands that I'm officially the governing body of, I forbid this conversation from continuing. Very well, come on. Let's just fucking get drunk. Back to the camp it is. Uh, Kaz, Kaz will, will make her way over to uh, Zarya. Oh, just for, just for fucking meta's sake. Can we look at the other uh, werewolf's bodies? Uh, like to uh, loot them? To see if there's anything on them, anything, anything uh, that identifies I'm them. I'm say no. Yeah. No. Uh -huh. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All oh. right. Kaz. Yeah. Zarya. Yeah. Kaz is just going to approach Zarya, uh, sword in hand, cactus in hand, mm. and say, uh, Zarya, I think you really outdid yourself. Did you find it to your late king? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and much more. Oh, I indeed. You look good out there, weeding it too, I might say. Well, thank you very much. As she blushes a little bit. Um, it, uh, yeah, it, it definitely um, added a new element to the fight that I was uh, not expecting, but found really satisfying. Uh, the element of spikes always tend to uh, liven up a bit. Lives up to its namesake. <laughs> well, you know, you brought it to me with such a fine name upon it, I wanted to do it justice. It has a hell of a story already. I think that story's only going to get better. Tied in intimately with your story, Gavan, which is one I look forward to hearing passed down through the ages. 
Well, thank you for saying so. I have to say, I, I, I feel a little guilty. I, I'm only here once every, every so often, every, every dozen episodes or so. (laughs) (laughs) And, Uh, don't worry about what, it. What? <laughs> what? What? That's uh, meta knowledge. Don't worry about it. Um, but <laughs> so I, I, uh, I guess you know. Let me just stop blathering and say, even though I uh, thank you, say thank you for maintaining such great leadership over the berserkers. Even though I know I'm technically the leader and chosen by Kavan, and I. I wish I could stay here and, and fulfill my my duties, but I uh, I know that I can't. So so thank you. You have other duties to attend to. Come on, I know it well, and you fight for all of us. I have no illusions. And though, while I will admit, your presence about the camp is certainly welcome. I don't hold it against you. I'm happy to keep these louts in check. That we are ready for when the day finally comes. After seeing how Skogar fights, I. He's great, <laughs> isn't it? It's really fucking great. Aye. Well, only the best for you, Lot. It's more than I deserve. Thank you. Oh. I'm still trying to measure up to what you deserve. Oh, uh. Well, uh, um. Uh, let's. Let's, uh. Now, let's have a drink. Ah, why the words were never said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking watching you. (laughs) Cheers, Kevin. To another victory. And to your long rule. To the Berserkers. And the iron hold that they will have over this hill for centuries to come. And never let go. Damn right. <laughs> Smash! Smash! And they have to pour themselves another one because they yeah. just yeah. Foam, <laughs> foam, <laughs> foam, <laughs> foam, <laughs> foam, <laughs> out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. The busy bee is one of nature's most industrious creatures. These busy bees are hard at work creating high-quality engraved phone stands for their TTRPG night. The phone is an important part of the process, used both to doom-scroll on breaks and send funny memes to their fellow players. (laughs) A family-owned business, the busy bees theme their phone stands on common TTRPG tropes to better blend into their natural habitats of basements and college dorms. This month's selection includes a rogue, druid, sorcerer, and fighter display, but you can be sure more will come later in the season. But what have we here? It seems this busy bee has not made a phone stand for themselves, but indeed their GM. A clever strategy, as this busy bee hopes to pull some absolute nonsense tonight, and a buttered-up GM is more likely to let it slide. It's this ingenuity that has led the busy bee to start their own business. Visit busybcnc.com or search at busybeecreation on TikTok for more info. Busy Bee Creations, just as nature intended. We cut to 
uh, Drogar sitting by one of the fires. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you know, mugs are being filled, and, and there's a cask of the Champagne de la Stomp that's just kind of, like, tipped over, and it's pouring out, and there's, like, three berserkers that are, like, leaning under it, just, like, <laughs> drinking as it's pouring out, and then, like, one gets pushed out of the way, and another one puts his head <laughs> under there. But then when you're seeing this scene happen, you're seeing Skogger. Yeah! Fucking just shoulder charge all the berserkers that are <laughs> under the cask, and just fucking lay under it, like... <laughs> <laughs> just one all over but the camera space shot is just ah. on Drogar and then it like <laughs> auto focuses to Skogar in the background as it happens yeah. and he's like drinking under there and then it soft focuses back to Drogar and he's so just cool. and Drogar is just kind of puffing on his pipe uh, you know just kind of like watching the revelries just thinking mm. brooding Penny for your thoughts <laughs> Dimitri is Take, uh, uh, has landed behind you. <laughs> well, uh, I take it you won? Uh, yes. Yes, we, yes, we accomplished the task. How fares Velaki? Well, the new walls held up better than, uh, many of us could have hoped. We did all right. The casualties? Some, but not as bad as it could have been. Any uh, named characters? <laughs> <laughs> not this time. Good. We, uh... We have some bodies of your late god. It seems uh, Kirill had the idea to use them as intimidation tactic when Lars and his scouting party went out to the woods. Uh, Lars was the only one to return. But the bodies are here, and uh, our newest ally, Olaf, has uh, offered to bury them here for the proper can. As good a place as any. The funeral rites of the berserkers are legendary. Yes. We will, uh, uh, whatever mementos belong to the uh, deceased family, we, we will send back. But Does something trouble you, my friend? Well, many things trouble me, Dimitri. The question is, which ones do I have control over? Well, not much. Trigger will pull out the eyeball. Oh, I indeed. Quite a gift. Quite a trophy. I don't know how to use it against him. Well, you pulled it out of him. I think that's doing a pretty good job already. We had a companion. Pasha, you remember the young boy? The little one, yes. He was missing an eye. Hmm. Straw tailed it. Mm -hmm. He was using it as a sort of, uh, well, uh, an illusion magic Mm -hmm. tool. I think Dimitri was there for all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. Forgive my old brain. You remember what he did with the eye, yes? Yes, I don't know that I'll be able to forget it soon. Is that sort of magic capable? In the opposite way. Drogar, if I've learned anything about magic is that anything is possible, but it all can kill you. Fair enough. It's really more, it's sort of a cost-risk calculation when trying to deal with magic, if you take my meaning. Fair enough. But honestly, Drogar, stick to your ways. Don't try to play his games. Do the things you know work. They've been working so far. Does that make sense? It does. Jurgar will take the vial, throw it on the ground, mm. step on it. Oh, that's it. My grandpapa used to say, the only way to win Strad's game is not to play. Mm. He got a lot wrong, but that I think he was right about. I wish to discuss uh, Winnie with you for a moment. Is something wrong? No, nothing's wrong whatsoever. The girl has more power in her than I have ever seen. Mm. Uh, far stronger than any person I have ever trained with. And her 
capability outmatches even myself at her age. I worry that when I am gone, mm. she will not have a proper teacher to defer her from the darker sides of the magic that she can tap into. During this last combat, Dimitri, she harnessed an energy that was, well, darker. Mm. And for somebody so volatile, such as her, too much exploration into that energy without the proper teacher can lead down the wrong path. Taking a bird's eye view, so to speak, <laughs> I think the path she walks is quite safe. I mean, as safe as one can get in Barovia. But the lessons that you teach her, Drogar, what she takes from you, will not end when you do. And she is surrounded now by people who would give their lives for her. And hopefully will never have to. Hmm. I don't think that's lost on her. Trust her, Drogar. I do, Dimitri. It's, it's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of... There are things that young ones are not meant to worry about. Yes, indeed. Sadly, in this realm and in this era, in the point at where we are, they have to. And I am trying to prevent her from dealing with these problems as long as I possibly can, even if it leads to my death. I take your meaning. One so young as her should never have to undergo the things she's done, the things she's seen. But that is why we fight, no? That is why I fight, that Brom and Bray may live a life under the sun, that you may once again feel the touch of your god, and that Winnie may go on to make hers proud. That is why we fight. That is why we walk the path we do. I suppose you're right, Dimitri. It's not up to us to decide what comes. Hmm. We have no control over this. All we can do is decide what we do. And what you all have done so far is wondrous. And I do not use that word lightly. I think she was going to be just fine, Drogar. I think you are going to be just fine, too. <laughs> it is good and right that you should care for her and worry about what will happen to her when you are no longer there to guide her. Already she has so much from you. You will be with her long after. You know, my mother used to say that death is a boon for love, not an ending. When one dies, one becomes a part of everything. The air you breathe, the food you eat, the water that keeps you alive. What a gift for a parent, she would say. She will be strong for having known you, because you are strong. <laughs> well, yes. Does that ease your mind at all? No, but I appreciate the words. <laughs> That's okay. You see... Dimitri, I bring it up because not so long ago, mm. I did the same thing with you that I did with Winnie. Mm. And I've shown a light on the darker path in which you trod. And that is what I worry about with Winnie. Because the light, mm. the power that is within her clerical essence is volatile. And there are two sides to every coin. Well, what would you do? Well... Had I had all the time in the world and the foresight that I have now, after my 528 years of life, I would train her in both. Mm. Well, so, you have time now? I, reg I, <laughs> I don't want to keep just saying my mother used to say, but she's a very wise woman. I, I've met her. She is. She always says, 
Don't assume what people can handle. Uh, when you try to think about what someone will do or how they will behave or the way they will act or what will happen to them, you're only having a conversation with yourself. You're wise for your age, Dimitri. <laughs> well, I've been through a lot. <laughs> so, if this troubles you so, I suggest you talk to Winnie instead of me. Uh, thank you for being a good listener. I do what I can. I'll, I'll see you shortly. And he kind of gets up and heads off into the direction of the revelry. Mm -hmm. What's the gender split, gender flipped version of the Bechdel test? Mm. <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> that we just failed so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know what you the mean. The Bechdel test is uh, a oh, book. Oh, 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 two guys a, talking yeah, about a girl. A, a yeah, work yeah, of yeah. literature uh -huh. or yeah, film yes, or whatever yes, fails yes, yes. the Bechdel test if there are no scenes where two women are talking to each other without talking about a man. Yes, no, uh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Oh, uh, we're two men talking about a woman. Yeah, yeah. I see, I so see. So we just I failed see. the yeah, gender yeah, flipped version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I get it. I understand. No, you're right. That's great. That's great. That's great. I like that. Um, has the sun totally gone down yet? I like. Do you to want it to? No, I I like to imagine that it is almost gone down. Great, then that's what it is. Okay. What sun? That's true. I I like to imagine that the sky is dark blue or whatever like version of gray that is mm. right before the sun goes down. Cobalt. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cobalt, like a steely blue. Mm -hmm. Where is the Berserker camp? Where we are right now, Revel Ring. Where is that in relation to? Yester Hill and it's right on top of it's right on top of Yester Hill. Mm -hmm. The edge of the woods is is that right at the bottom of the hill? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna take a walk. Okay, I'm gonna walk the the edge of the woods. Okay, by yourself or do you want to take anyone with you? By myself. Okay, and I'm looking for flat rocks, flat rocks that can be stacked on top of each other in descending size. Okay, um, give me an investigation check. That's the thing that I'm worst at. I will use my new dice. I bought myself as a treat. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> throw them. Throw them down the hallway. Well, with my plus one, that's a six. You have a hard time finding flat rocks. You, you, you find a number of them. They're just maybe not as flat as you would hope. I try stacking them on top of each other. Give me a sleight of hand. With my plus four. That's a six. Oh. Can I make a proposal? And this is a little bit radical, so feel free to tell me to fuck myself. Uh, in some TTRPGs, there's a thing you can do where, like, if you're not under a time constraint, you can take your time. And something that might ordinarily take an action would take, like, let's say 20 minutes and just, like, automatically be... No, sure, yeah. Take 20, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I think you can still... F it just takes this you a is while a thing to... Uh, for, for you, DM... This is a thing that I'm going to be doing for a while. I'm going to be looking for six rocks mm -hmm. that will stack on top of each other in descending size. Oh, this is like an ongoing time. project. Yes, okay. this is a project. Then, this is the, my project. Yeah, then let's... Oh, great, great. Okay, okay, okay. Then roll a d4. Roll a d4. And that'll be how many you find. Four. There you go. Wow. wow. Nice. Okay, okay, I have four. Okay, great. I, I stand at the edge of the woods with them. And I, I kind of nervously stack them on top of each other to see if they'll sit. They see if they'll sit. It takes a few tries, but you get it. If it takes any effort at all, I think I throw away two of them. Okay. I, I throw away the two most flimsy ones, and I keep the two flattest ones. I don't want it to take, to take any effort. Great. Then you, yeah, you. So you come away with two really. You come away with one that's sort of like a, like a gray slate that has all those little like sort of sparkly bits in it, and then you find another one that is lumpier 
but the bottom of it is really flat. So you think that would be a good one for the very top. I put them in my bag and then I stand at the edge of the woods and I think about what Irina said about whatever you need to do, cry mm -hmm. or scream or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to stand at the edge of the woods facing into the darkness. I'm going to wait and see if anything comes back. Is there, uh, what are, what are you hoping will happen? I'm not hoping for anything. I'm, I'm seeing what feels good. Hmm. And I'm, but I'm listening to see if anything happens that I need to run from. I see. No, the forest is quiet right now. It's actually like maybe the quietest you can remember it ever. Okay. Then I'm, then I'm going to stop and listen. Ha ha ha! Hey, Uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. No oh, shit. <laughs> Twenty-two. Dang! Holy fuck! You hear your voice start to echo back to you. The sound of your uh of your cries moves into the trees and seems to almost like reflect and bounce back off the off the trunks and as it hits your ears again it kind of like almost folds around you making almost like a chorus i cast guiding bolt at first level at the nearest tree okay 16 yeah i mean roll damage 14 uh yeah you uh send it off and it blasts into the trunks of uh, 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 the nearest tree. It kind of like carves a half circle out of the, you know, as it as it flies past. Can you hear me? <laughs> can I can I roll perception to see if there's an actual cricket? Mm -hmm. Sixteen. Uh yeah, you see him. It's on a there's like a, a long blade of grass coming up out of the forest and he sat right on top of it. Hi. Burp, burp. Do you like me? Burp, burp. What does two chirps mean? Burp, burp. <laughs> and it uh hops off the blade of grass and it lands on your overalls. Do I make you proud? Um it sits there for a minute and uh you see it start to rub its legs together as if to make the chirping sound again but the sound of a violin plays what <sighs> holy shit as he runs his legs together and then yeah and then it uh spreads its wings out hops off and wow. into the night okay okay i'm sorry i yelled i'm sorry i yelled <laughs> <laughs> okay it's good to yell okay thanks and i'll I'll go back. I'll go back uh, to Irina. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you are. Is everything all right? It's okay. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. What happened? I just wanted to make sure that I was on the right track. And? Okay. I think, I think so far, so good. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, if that means anything. It really does a lot. Do you remember a really, really long time ago when I told you that I had a brother? Mm-hmm. And I met a cricket, and the cricket told me that my brother was okay. Yes, indeed. Remarkably rare. I mean, uh, my understanding is, of course, before Strahd came to the valley, crickets were 
common sight, but they've become exceedingly rare in the time since his arrival. Yeah. Did you see one again? I did. Um, have I ever told you about the Way Warden? A little bit. Yeah. Could you tell me more? Just, sometimes he comes to me like a cricket, I think. No, well, yes, he does. It's a very restrained form for a god to take. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good sign. Yeah? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah, me too. Well, you know, Strahd fancies himself a god, and he uses thunder and lightning and violence and shouting. I think I like yours better. Okay. Did you do what you needed <sighs> to do? Did you feel a little better? I'm not sure. I tried. I tried it. I I think I needed... I think... I think I'm controlling it too much, you mm, know? I do. I think I'm controlling it too much. But... But maybe you can't control when it's uncontrolled. So I tried it. I tried it today. I think it's good advice what you said about doing whatever you need to do. I just can't do it today. Just remember, Winnie, that our bodies have a deeper wisdom than our minds. Our minds only know what we know, but our bodies know what all of our families have been through. Oh. They have a deep wisdom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Follow what it's telling you. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I'm very good at that yet, but... That's all right. That's, that's good. It takes time to figure out. It's a good idea. Oh, little sister, you are quite a marvel. Did you think of what to write in my birthday invitation? Well... What do you I, write I, in a fancy birthday invitation? How do you say, how do you say fancy, you are invited to Winnie's whatever? <laughs> you know who would know how to write a fancy invitation? Me. <laughs> Kaz. <laughs> I would say something like, name days are a time to spend amongst friends and loved ones. And for me, that's you. So would you cordially do me the honor of attending a festivity celebrating my birth. Wait! 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 That's so good! Wait! 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 Name days. Name days are a time. Name days are a time to be to amongst friends and loved ones. To be amongst friends and loved ones. And you said, what, would you do me the honor? And I say, for me, that means you. For me. <gasps> that means you. <laughs> would you cordially do me the honor of attending... Cordially. <laughs> attending a festivity and celebration. Attending a festivity. I ran out of ink. <laughs> <laughs> would you cordially do me the honor of attending a festivity... In celebration... Of my birth. And so Or something like that, you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's so really good. Hold on. Is it too many? I'm going to have to cut it down. Oh, no. Well, we'll we can edit as we go. Okay. Thank you. Wow. <gasps> How yes. did you learn to speak so fancy? Well, something my father wanted me to learn. Yeah. Thank that you. It comes though. in handy, though, in times like this. Yeah. Indeed. Thanks. Okay. You're very welcome. I surely hope I should be invited to your party. Oh, my gosh. The guest of honor. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, and I don't know when it's going to be. Do you have to know when it's going to be to send an invitation? Uh, well, you'll want your guests to know when they should arrive. Oh, But that can always come later. You can send an RSVP after the fact. Okay. RSVP. RSVP. After the fact. After the fact. I'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you. 
if I may ask, who uh, are you thinking of sending this invitation to, Annie? Oh, you know. No, I don't. That's why I asked. Is it that friend of yours? Oh, I'm sorry, little sister. I didn't mean to upset you. No, no. It's okay. Oh, I've spoken out of turn and upset no, you. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. No, it's okay. Anything you want to talk about? No, no, it's okay. Thanks. We'll see if he responds. I'll wager he will. Okay. Should we go in there? It sounds like a party. I indeed. Uh, yes, uh, and and I, I, I think I saw Dimitri arrive. Perhaps we should go say oh, hello. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Not that I've been clocking his movements or anything. Not that I'm paying attention. <laughs> I mean, he can go where he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, he can do whatever he wants. I don't care. <laughs> I'll go back with Irina into the tent, but I'll find a little spot and I'll sit on the side and, and I'll start editing my invitation. Okay, great. Very cute. Anything else for the evening? I'm tempted to ask what the odds are that Kaz might be able, even in her drunken stupor, to take note of Winnie's preparations. Uh, preparations for the letter? Yeah, like the letter and 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 the editing that she's doing. I imagine maybe she's like sitting off to the side somewhere. I don't know mm. if she's like outside or inside, but like writing something. I, I don't know. I just maybe 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 that's a question for Winnie. Yeah, I think so. What do you think, Winnie? I think I really do go off into the berserker equivalent of a corner booth, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there with a piece of paper or or whatever I have available, and I'm just sitting there, and you just see me like with my tongue sticking out of my mouth and one eye closed, and I'm. Writing things and then scribbling things out. Let me put it this way. From where you're sitting, can you see the party happening? Yes. Okay. So I think Kaz, in already in a little bit of a drunken stupor, mm-hmm. is doing that thing she loves to do. Like she loves to see where people are at. Like if you're at a seven out of ten, she wants to get you to an eight. Mm-hmm. If you're at a three out of ten, she wants to get you to a four. You know, just she wants to like build the party up because she's having a grand old time and she has big feelings and she wants to share those with people, especially when she's celebrating. Um, so I think she's doing that thing where she's like going around to like gatherings of people and trying to like gas them up a little bit and then kind of stumbles upon Winnie, who is just very focused. She'll go, uh, hey, what 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 are you what are you doing? I'm just I'm just I'm writing something. What what are you what are you writing? I'm I'm writing a birthday invitation. Whose birthday? My my birthday. Is your is today your birthday? No, not today. But soon? I think it already happened. Which one? Well, I I tried to tell you, but then like Drogar cast a spell against a tree or something and the grown-ups were talking. It was it was not a fun day. But which which birthday? Um, I I'm turning twelve I turned twelve. Kaz immediately <laughs> sobers the fuck up. Oh, no. <laughs> she goes from like a little bit swaying. And like, kind of like bopping to whatever's playing in the background and just is immediately like, stock still. She takes a javelin from behind her back and slams it down on the table and goes, Ka-took. 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 Winnie. What? You have had your 12th birthday. What does that mean? (laughs) It is time for your Ka-took. What's a Ka-took? <laughs> Take this. Okay. Come with me. Okay. And we, I, I fuck off to the forest. Off you what? go. <laughs> oh, shit. On the 12th birthday in Kaz's tribe, they do what is called the Ka-took. 
which is a coming of age ceremony where you go on a hunt with one of your elders. Oh, shit. So, so Drogar, having going to investigate the yell and then the guiding bolt that hit the tree, is out in the woods being like, my God, what caused it? Kaz? Kaz! Fucking fucking off into the woods. That's great. Goes, That's Wait it. for me! <laughs> I, I, so, uh, okay, so out in the desert, this would probably mean, like, hunting, I don't know, like, boars? Like, I don't know. It, it's, like, this would probably mean something, hunting Snakes. something. I don't know. Let's go. Let's Snakes. see what, let's see what you yeah. find. The point is, like, here in Barovia, I, I think there's not a great deal to hunt. But, like, ultimately, it's not about the hunt. It's about, like, going out and, and getting some wisdom from someone older than you. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. If we find something great, if we don't, then, like, then it's a little bit of bonding time. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, cool. Yeah. I think we just, we find a place to like kind of camp out. Winnie is so excited. She's not ready for focus. She's pulling out her slingshot out of her bag and she's like running full force to the woods like a kid running into the ocean. <laughs> like, I love the energy. All right, here are some things we need to pay attention to. You grab the collar. <laughs> she's like, that's her, that's her, yeah, like ins- insert like Flintstones running noise. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, uh, so she'll, be, you know, she'll she'll point things out. Like, okay, so okay. this is the point where like, you look for sources of running water, and oh. then you look for uh, a, a vegetate abundant vegetation, and you see if maybe there have been some parts of the uh of the plants that have been eaten okay. and then you st- and then if you see that maybe you start looking for tracks and she's like sort of giving her all these little like bits of advice on okay. on just like hunting there's, in general there's not very abundant vegetation but i saw a cricket over here that's kind of the problem oh, yeah. so listen like that's the, kind of the thing with barovia is that there's not really much except for wolves and and honestly i i don't really think that those are fair game anymore i think those are kind of our friends now and that's fine like that's great honestly i'd rather have it this way than the other way yeah i was gonna say we we could fight birds but that it might be our friends those are kind of our friends too so point is (laughs) the point is if we were not in this domain this is what you would do okay you might find like a boar or something should pretend we could okay but but here's but here's the important thing you need to find a place where you are reasonably certain that they will come to like a place where they could have some water or find some food and you need to wait for them there so if we were to be in the outside world this might be a good spot and then the next thing is to sit here and wait (laughs) how long do you want to try and wait for so some time passes (laughs) okay and I think once I think I, I want to wait until a little bit past the point where Winnie starts getting a little bit antsy. Where she starts raising her hand to ask questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I imagine, and I don't want to, you know, speak for you, but I imagine you start like, I don't know, pulling up like little pieces of grass and kind of fiddling with them and like looking for rocks and you're getting a little antsy. Yeah. Like I, I'm, She sees like a fun rock and is like, How did it feel when you killed Carol? Oh. Not good. Well, I put on the mask to try and make it easier, but it's not really. It never is. It shouldn't be. It's supposed to be hard. 
The reason I left my tribe was because I let my anger get the better of me. We had a job to do, and because I got angry, someone really close to me died. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to you, but when I saw you after seeing Kirill dead on the ground, I saw something in you. And that thing I saw is an incredible power, but it's also very, very dangerous. And I know because that is the touch of Grumsh on me. When the one-eyed god Grumsh made the orcs, he put in them all of his rage and fury and anger, and that is what drives me when I fight. And if I let it take control of me, I am unstoppable. But after the battle, I may realize that things have happened that I don't want to have happened. The best battles for me are the ones where I can use that power, but that power does not use me. I saw you wear that skull mask, and I think that's, I think it's good for you to be able to put your strength into something other than yourself, to leave yourself and use that to do what you need to do. And I think you can do incredible things with the power that you have. I just, I really, I, I like you a lot, Winnie. I love you. And when I'm fighting with you, I want to know that I'm fighting with you. Okay. You know what I do sometimes when I feel like my anger is getting the better of me? I stop whatever I'm doing, if I can, not in the middle of a fight or anything, but maybe afterwards or, you know, maybe the, the, during the night or whatever. And I, and I just breathe. I don't know what it feels like for you when that power starts to rise inside of you. It's bees. It's bees. <laughs> so, okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Bees in okay. my mouth, buzzing and stinging. That's, dang, that sounds... Ouch. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, ah, uh, that makes so much bees sense. Bees in your mouth. Bees in your mouth. So you feel these bees in your mouth, and it hurts, mm -hmm. but it also makes you strong. Mm -hmm. So what, what I need, what I need to do, because I feel those bees, and the bees for me feel like fire. So I feel that pain, those bee stings, or those burns, and I, I just, I try to get down to the bottom of it, get down, get down to the hive. For me, underneath all the fire, there's a void. It's just Good. nothingness. Yeah. But for you, I think maybe it's it's all of the bees inside the hive that aren't fighting, the ones that have to do the the, the boring They're bee stuff. They're safe. They're making yeah, honey. They make honey and they, honey. they the make honey, honey and they make yeah. more bees and they do all the regular stuff, right? You have to find those bees. Okay. But you also have to know that within that void or within that hive, all of those bees have within them the same power that the stinging attacking bees have and you just focus on a little tiny piece of that power and then grow it and grow it and grow it right up until the point where you think it's going to take over you 
and you just use it, but you are still in control. Are the bees listening? Will they listen to me? That's the best part, Winnie. You are the bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's awesome! <laughs> so I've been working on this, right? I'm not, I'm not all the way there yet. I'm not all the way there yet. Listen, I don't want to tell you all this and make you think that I'm like uh, uh, some sort of master of this. I'm, this is really hard, but it's part of growing up. And I think if you can use the bees and not let the bees use you, there's nothing that can stop you. Did I do anything wrong? Not at all. And that's why I'm glad we're having this talk now, because I did something wrong. The bees took control of me, and I didn't care about protecting the people I loved. I only cared about stinging the people I hated. And I stung the shit out of them. But it cost me something I loved. And that's running through my head every time I fight with you. Because no matter how angry I get, if I see someone attack you, or Drogar, or Pasha, wherever he is, or Skogar now, I hope that I can take control of the bees a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Can you help him with that? Of course. And here's a good way to start. I'm going to ask you again how it felt when you killed Carol. Bad. Really remember. As if Carol were standing right in front of you. He said some mean shit to you. He told you he was going to swallow you whole. How did you feel? I wanted to turn him inside out. I bet you did. I want you to remember that feeling. Lean into it. Really feel it. Yeah. yeah I, wanted to, I wanted to rip out his heart. I wanted to rip out his heart. Know that feeling. Feel how it wants to take over you. But don't let it. Use it. It is your greatest weapon and... Your greatest weakness. You gotta get right up to the point where you think you're gonna lose control. And then... Ride the bees. Ride the bees. <laughs> you hear a rustling in the forest. <gasps> maybe Shh. 30 meters away. <laughs> Nuzzling its way through the undergrowth and emerging from the trees, a uh, big boar <gasps> tusks working its way up, a silver mane running along its back. And uh, as it kind of makes its way out, it's it's, you know, nuzzling through the undergrowth looking for looking for grub um, and it hasn't noticed you yet. Stay perfectly still. That boar is Carol, and if the bees take over you, you will miss. But if you are in control of the bees, then that boar is yours. I'm going to look over at the boar, mm -hmm. and I'm going to look for the tusks, mm -hmm. which will be the lightest part of it mm -hmm. in the ascending moonlight. Mm-hmm. 
and quietly I'm going to pull out my slingshot. And I'm going to draw back my slingshot, aiming for between the two tusks, Mm -hmm. thinking that even if I don't kill it with the slingshot blow, I'll buy myself time to do something else, Mm -hmm. that maybe I can stun it. How did Carol make you feel? And as I draw back, as you hear the like, in my ear of the slingshot, you hear a dull, and you hear a crack. And Winnie realizes in that moment that Carol broke her nose again. Man. And for a second, she's on the floor of the Academy of the Twilight Matron, and there are girls on top of her. Mm -hmm. Crack, and you hear a crack, and her nose breaks. And as this girl in her imagination draws her hand back, her fist passes by her face, and it's Kirill drawing his fist back as he pounded her face into the snow. And she can feel the cold drip of snow on her face as she lay there, not even able to move. And I'm going to take a shot with my slingshot. Roll it. Can I aid her in any way? Can I give her any sort of like a... Well, with your guidance. Do it with advantage. Yeah, yeah. Natural 20. Fuck yes! Fuck yes! Jesus. Now he had nothing to do with it. Fucking take the shot. <laughs> you just hear again the the silence out of that memory and the almost silently she releases a little stone that she just had in her bag and it strikes the boar and it breaks its nose and the bone goes right into its brain. And it just drops to the forest floor. And Kaz is like standing over you with a javelin ready to take like the second shot in Uh case you didn't kill uh it. uh And even she's like, (laughs) damn. And I think we call it there. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm going to give everyone take inspiration. Because that was some really wonderful role. Like, I just love when we get the chance to, like, break off and do one-on-one pairings. And it's so necessary just after see a see how different people bounce off of each other. It's really great. Thank I don't mean to so, brag, so but I already had one, so I can't take the inspiration. I know. Me too. Oh, well. <laughs> I got to use them, y'all. Use them. Oh, well, I was planning yeah. to use it on that to hit. <laughs> Broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Devine Jones as Kaz, Ned Iannacone as Drogar, Tyler Cantor as Olaf, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. As a wizard, I'm always pondering our patrons. Folks like Carlos Pedro, Strange Mama, Taylor Maines, and Joshua Fondren. Welcome to the party. 
If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, Binge Madness and Mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Strahdcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts.